you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, DJE, Mr. Dodified. On tonight's podcast, Rom outlasts King Louis for the U.S. Open. We'll go over the tournament, over the BLC leaderboard, uh, probably take a little quick sit on JE's casting couch. I'm sure we'll be thankful for something, a little this, a little that. Hi, Johnny. Words. Hey. Good to be back at the home studio here. It is nice. It was a nice walkover. <laughs> Those guys at Mosaic finally kicked us out, you know. We <laughs> said you out. fucked up shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> J.E. filled his pockets too much <laughs> last time he was in there. It's like, we had a robbery here overnight. Do you recognize this guy? And it's clearly me, like, walking in there. <laughs> J.E.'s going to have to start weighing in and weighing out when we go in there. <laughs> J.E., when you came in here, you weighed exactly two pounds uh, lighter than you do now. Hey, what's the break? Goddamn! <laughs> it's like, well, after my shit, <laughs> should have been about four pounds lighter, but I wasn't. But I did. anyways, hey, feels it's great nice to be, be back. Yeah, uh, and luckily Penny's asleep. I hope that stays that way. We'll see. Same. <laughs> and hopefully your fucking yard guys don't show up soon. No shit, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, is she breathing. Yeah, <laughs> no, she's dead. Uh, but dude, seriously, what's the deal with what's been going on on our street? We get parties on each side, one on your side, the other uh, side of my house. It's like there's a different, massive raging pool party. Yeah, Je and I were kind of bookended by a couple of graduating <laughs> class of twenty one. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if your guys do come today, there's no parking. Like, there is literally cars lining our streets because a day rager and i don't know what it is about i guess last time it was a tuesday but you know here on wednesday it's fucking summer of love baby <laughs> fucking lit summer before college jeez and what if you and i just rolled over there and we're like hey how about a dip guys and they're like whose dad is that <laughs> don't act like you didn't have your neighbors over to play basketball <laughs> like two weeks ago <laughs> it was her friends yeah her call yeah her friends <laughs> no yeah that was that was actually pretty funny uh Shout out to Holman because he, he experienced the whole thing. But, yeah, got in a pretty intense three-on-three game, but it was great. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll leave it and at that. Yeah, and no – yeah, there's been no files charged <laughs> yeah. by either party. You might have – By I, you either. Yeah. You, you could do it. You mind if I uh, come over there and get in the hot tub? My back hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Just played 36 today. Gosh, my dogs are barking. Oh, but anyways, enough of enough of our neighborhood. How anyways. was your weekend? You went out to the river – and your sister went too, is that? Uh-huh, yeah. The so just a nice kind of reprieve from kind of the boomerang and all that stuff to have like a nice like 10 beer a day weekend. 10? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you're not giving me nearly enough credit. I probably drank 30 on Saturday. 
anybody who doesn't know me that listens to this probably thinks I am the most most ruthless drunk. Yeah. Or everyone that knows me <laughs> thinks and, that too. And everyone who knows you is <laughs> nodding in agreement. Yeah. But at least you're a happy guy. No, I so I I get back and I ended up playing in a scramble Monday when you when I called you you know it's pouring down on Monday morning and you're like, oh what you just wait until you tee off at a fucking scramble today and I was like actually yes <laughs> and you were like what? Uh, our boy Grooms invited me out uh, to play on his his all star team that we lined up so uh, two guys that I hadn't met before so I I was wearing my hat my hole and none hat so i told them about the podcast so hopefully we got a couple new listeners this week we'll see all right go ahead and say fuck you t grooms what's up man <laughs> yeah words was i told i told i told grooms that you were fucking pissed that you didn't get the invite <laughs> yeah last time he invited me out there for another little uh, member guest deal which i was grateful for but it was he gave me about i think three hours notice <laughs> yeah you want to play <laughs> when? Like, was, I the, was that the first guy you asked <laughs> you want to play when well that was what's even better is he told me that this was a shotgun start at noon so i showed up at like 11 15 because i was like okay well at least i can get out there and hit a ball know, eat some lunch uh it rained the whole time a twin is completely renovating their clubhouse so the clubhouse is closed i stood under like an awning <laughs> for like an hour and 15 minutes <laughs> where they have those rocking chairs yes i like that spot. exactly and so uh yeah, actually, I sat in my car for like the first 30 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This starts in like 30 minutes. Where the fuck is everybody? Yeah, yeah. Load them up. <laughs> so it turned out it was a one o'clock shotgun. He wanted to make sure your ass was out there. I respect that. Yeah. Uh, so, but I mean, that was the, the one benefit is that, you know, they put out all the food. They've got like a taco bar. Had you been there, he would have closed the place. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I love me tacos. Yeah. So, uh, I've I've made a nag for playing just bad enough in these bullshit like Monday tournaments, just bad enough to win a prize. So we we end up not playing that great, not shooting that low of a score, and we get because of that we end up in the second flight after they basically flight the thing after the fact. So we got third in the second flight. I got about 125 bucks in credit you are there. Such a piece of trash. So I'm gonna go out there, <laughs> do what I do when I get credit, and go buy like five gloves and call it a day. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. What uh, what happened on a long drive? It was our very first hole of the day, and I oh. didn't hit a single ball. And so, of course, I, I smoked it. Snappy or oh, block? No. Oh, fuck no, dude. I hit it right down the goddamn middle. I smoked it right down the middle. Floyd was right behind me, oh, and he yep. just got that new Babe PXT Ruth. driver. <laughs> and oh, don't be throwing no new equipment. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll fucking... I could Floyd. hang with Floyd for a little bit, and then, you know, he had a bad back. I realized he had a bad back when I could hang with him. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm looking back cause you know, you face the other way once you hit your tee shot on the next hole. So I'm looking back and I'm like, looks like they're in the rough and it doesn't look like they're as far as me. And so they finally catch up to us on like the third hole. And I go, so did my, uh, long drive last past you guys? And they were like, what? I was like, do I still have the long drive or not? And they're like, fuck no. Floyd hit it 20 yards past you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Okay. So yeah, no, that I didn't get that. Didn't get any any prizes actually. So you got hundred twenty five dollars. Well, said. yeah, yeah. I, that, but no I mean, personal no, stuff. No, no, nothing close. that you earned. Yeah, I didn't. You know, I didn't win a rad six driver like I did a few weeks ago, right? <laughs> so still waiting for fucking Trosper to send me that goddamn head cover. So yeah, hearing the story of you trying to pawn that off has been pretty good without a head cover. Yeah, I went up there yesterday and went to Golf Galaxy with like. Instead of instead of my normal appearance, I put on a fake nose and glasses. <laughs> you shaved like, your no, mustache. I haven't I haven't been in here trying to trade this in yet. No. <laughs> so yeah, still still just got to yeah. have that head. If you have a Rad Six Cobra head cover, I'll give you twenty bucks for it. There you go. And maybe like a personal joint. I don't know. We'll PJ, see. PJ, 
Beautiful. I'll hook you up with some of the fine stuff at Resonant Cultivation that I got. Uh, only if you're a, a medicinal card carrier, I'll give you some. Nice save. <laughs> I don't smoke weed with anyone unless they're a patient. That's right. <laughs> oh, and don't you forget it. That's right. Um, well, good. River, played in the golf tournament. Yeah, what about you, Words? What would you do all weekend? I wad- did the Father's Day deal and uh, watched the U.S. Open, a lot of it. I love it on the West Coast, that prime time. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, it I, was great. I got to ask you this. You know, since only I'm a father of, of my sweet, sweet Penny here, I'm not a real dad. You know, you've, mm-hmm. got a, you've got a beautiful little daughter. Like, when it is Father's Day, do you just literally tell your wife, like, shut the fuck up. I get to do whatever <laughs> I want today. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of paraphrasing the fact. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then Mother's Day, it's just like, honey, that doesn't sound like we want to do that. Yeah, you mean like every other fucking day of my life? <laughs> I know, dear. <laughs> every, every, every day is Mother's Day in your world, oh, huh? Coffee, dear. Hello. <laughs> words, me words. <laughs> it is I. No, yeah, well, you don't look like John Adams anymore, so I don't know why you're talking like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I needed to mix in a haircut. It looks great. Oh, thanks. Golly. <laughs> but seriously, so every uh, 364 days out of the year is Mother's Day, and then you got the one Sunday, the second weekend of June. Is that right? The day of words. <laughs> the day of words no, day. No, 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 dear. No talking. <laughs> I'm watching golf all day. No, you played golf on Sunday, didn't you? I played six holes, yeah, with uh, my aunt and uncle, which was fun. And my dad was out there. And, uh, you know, I was like, I almost killed the cart girl, uh, teeing off on four. Trixie? Uh, no. Oh, thank God. She was she was left of the tee box. And I've been, the, I was left of that pond, like, all two days of the, the boomerang where I hit driver. And so that's when I started just, like, hitting the fucking five wood. I'm like, I'm done with this. And uh, I necked one again, and it fucking lasered over right over her face. Oh my god! Did she like flinch, or did she, she have clueless? No, she took it like an absolute champ. She's like, she saw it and she heard it, and uh, she just smiled. I, it was probably my girl Anna. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so after that, I was like, I need to go to the range and figure something out so I don't kiss that tree on eighteen once again this year. Did you? Uh, <laughs> were you hitting drivers? Yeah. Uh, well, you're going to need that this week, Words. No shit. <laughs> unless, unless you're going to call no, out I'm... one of the 60-plus-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> I found a little something. So I got to preference this. We were playing, you know, just like last year before the Travelers, I think. Yeah. We've got our big Ryder Cup going on this weekend at our club. Words and I are both in. You know, it's like we play a golf tournament every other fucking weekend, it seems like. but It's a good uh, time of year. <laughs> words, words and I were joking. You know, it's like I've got these big aspirations of calling out like one of the best players <laughs> in our club. and probably You get, called <laughs> down the thunder. Well, no, you got it. <laughs> I'm going to just get ran over. So Words, words is go, words just going to call out like whatever 65 plus something is, is there. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I want you. Yeah, right. Those dudes who are there that are 65, I don't want any part of them. <laughs> I, I, neither do I. It'd be, it's a lose-lose situation, dude. Yeah. My brother-in-law, we'll just call him child, called out one of them uh, a few years ago and got beat six and five. So, <laughs> Yeah, he didn't take it well. He still gets a little bit of chirping from that every now and again. I think he's supposed to actually caddy for Rick. He is. Has that ever happened? No. He just fucking is like, I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. So oh, good. Well, my yard guys are here just in time for the U.S. Open talk. Great. Which words? What a U.S. Open it was. It was incredible. You you know, just skipping kind of forward to Sunday. The lead, there were 10 guys who could have won the tournament. Yeah, for sure. Brooksy, Bryson, 
Paul Casey. Oh my God, Paul Casey. The was, rise and fall of Paul was three under, and his name was right there on the leaderboard. Promptly bogeys, I think three the next four in fucking Paul Azinger. Oh my God, he sees his name on the leaderboard, and this is what he does. That was the only time this week, and I was like, "Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> Fuck you, Azinger. <laughs> yeah, Don't yeah, talk be, shit on be, my boy. Be sure that you're phrasing which Paul you're saying. I'm Fuck a you sun too. devil, man. <laughs> yeah. I went to ASU. I was ASU. Falcom. <laughs> so uh, th- that was what was crazy. It, even before Sunday, you know, Richard Bland, the guy who fucking got, we talked about him like three four, or four weeks ago. We talked about how he's 48 years old and had played in like 460 events on the European tour and finally broke through with a win. Shoots, you know, 67, holds the first round lead and kind of held up even, the, wait, the next day? Yeah, through Friday. Yeah, and so uh, he crashed and burned big time on the weekend, but yeah, it, was it was a nice tough. little intriguing story to start the week. Absolutely. Dick Bland, you kidding me? <laughs> Cock Bland. <laughs> uh, and I was I was actually kind of surprised. Uh, Phil, after a first round, 75, comes back with a 69 to make the cut, and then ho-hum. It, good for him just making the cut, in my opinion. Yeah, and he's going to be kind of an intriguing pick um, over the open now that he's playing like this Zen golf and he's kind of, you know, keeping it together between the years. Uh, you know, he's obviously won that tournament before. So uh, invigorated, obviously, still uh, from the PGA win. But, you know, making the cut at the U.S. Open at that age is, is fucking incredible. And I got to I gotta give a quick hat tip to Bubba, of course. Bubba hit the ball really well. You know, I called his ass out, but then I, you know, I posted the picture. I always do. Well, words, I mean, at the end of the day, you were you were right. I mean, he made the cut, but that was one thing we didn't expect. But, you know, when you when you finish that off with a 77-76, you know, Saturday-Sunday finish. I would have taken over Kokrak. Well, Bubba uh, still finished tied for 50th. You would have gotten $27,000 more than you did. So, yeah, I guess when, when you're on ROM, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. That's exactly right. You said it, not me, bub. Uh, <laughs> oh no! It, it, one other thing, a, a guy that uh, I I met, you know, probably about seven months ago, um, Taylor Montgomery, guy whose dad is uh, the GM of Shadow Creek. He's a nationwide tour player, makes the cut uh, in his. I, I think this was his first ever U.S. Open to play in. But uh, Corn Ferry, he was literally twenty fourth or fifth on the Corn Ferry tour, makes the cut ends up losing ground in the Corn Ferry race because the U.S. Open is not a Corn Ferry event. How much bullshit is that? It's So he's now 27 on the outside looking in as far as being in the top 25 to get his card, but there's still time left to obviously do that, but that makes no sense. Yeah, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And um, what was his name again? Taylor Montgomery. Yeah, that's definitely someone we can all get behind uh, for the rest of the Corn Ferry season. Definitely. When we when we run across that every now and again on the golf <laughs> channel, I'm like, uh, okay, well, let's well, there see was there was a fight at the Wichita Open, you know, qualifier Monday one. qualifier, <laughs> yeah, that was. So it's two weeks in a row we talked corn fairy, baby. <laughs> We're <laughs> spreading it all over. Basically, the place. a corn fairy podcast. Maybe the LPGA is next. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so yeah, words you you said it. I mean, John Rom, absolutely breathtaking victory. It, honestly. It went to the best player in the field. Yes. He deserved every last bit of it. What an amazing, amazing Sunday final round he played, including the birdie putts he rolled in on 17 and 18. And just after being there hole after hole on the back and everyone else was dropping like flies, those you know, 10, 11, 12, which, or actually no, it was 11, 12, 13, just eating people's lunch. He kind of, you know, he just, I mean, I don't know how many greens he hit on the back, but, you know, he, 
17 and 18 weren't his best birdie looks. He couldn't make anything, and I thought he was going to snap that putter, that new putter he got at the Memorial, but good thing he didn't because he hit some sidewinders on 17 and 18. And, like, when was the last major that, like, you had to make birdie birdie to finish to win? Uh, it it's been a while. Yeah, I think I saw something that he was the first person to birdie the last two holes to win by a shot in the U.S. Open in, like, a long maybe ever but you know it's 121 yeah. times it's been played and it has not happened very often no it reminded me of schwatzel going that was four in a row yeah four in yeah. a row at augusta and i think Komolinari maybe had like a, a a birdie and a big par save uh when he won outlasted tiger uh for his open but why'd you have to bring that up rom man oh king louis well the putt that rom made on 17 was one of the more remarkable fucking putts i've ever seen and obviously the dude was completely jacked i mean i love seeing that emotion when it goes in and you can't get a reaction like that out of really anybody besides uh the guido <laughs> tiger guido and je yeah <laughs> yeah and rom again i'm comparing myself to tiger and rom here and guido but guido that what if that was fun to watch the that italian mm-hmm. yeah he looks like he's gonna be a, an ass kicker in the Ryder cup so just another reason why we're jumping on the team euro bandwagon this year well he uh that he finished tied for fourth, and so top five in the U.S. Open gets him into the Masters next year. So awesome! That's uh, good for Guido, Com- and I, I think completely he's, different test, but yeah, exactly. I think he's in the field this week. But after a bogey on four, Rom went uh, bogey free. I mean, he had one bogey all day. Ends up shooting sixty-seven. Low ties the low round of the tournament. So there's times you could say Louis might have given it up, but John Rom went and got it. Yeah, in, in he my took opinion. it. He fucking. Punched poor little Louie in the gut and took his trophy from him. And took his next up is his tractor. I am a traveler. <laughs> <laughs> no, please don't come for my tractor. <laughs> Team girl, dad. Poor Louie. I forget that hard, hard-ass par three on the back. I think it's 12 or 13. But he, he wiped one right. 11. Okay, blocked one right. In his first four calls, like, full right. <laughs> <laughs> And then I guess from his eyesight, it looked like it was head right for someone's head. And so at the very last moment, he was like, (laughs) (laughs) so I will say, man, it it was so terrible because, you know, as I mentioned, I, this is the second straight tournament, the major tournament where I've had money on Louie. The first one was the PGA 25 at 80 to one odds to win two grand. He finishes second. This is the best part of the show. This was even closer. I mean, he has got the lead all day and I'm honestly just thinking to myself, how am I going to, what am I going to get with this money? (laughs) So it was 25 at 50 to one. So 1250 would have been the payout. And you know, when he pulls that drive on 17 17, into the shit, I just, my heart kind of sank, even though I really, it it was so weird. I know that I would have won money. And I think that seems like everybody would obviously pull for that. But I was kind of like torn as to what I wanted to happen. Not just because I picked Rom in the league, but like John Rom really is due and he deserved it. And it was like the stars aligned. Torrey Pines, they talked about how he got engaged. You know, his kid was there. It's his first Father's Day. He fucking had to bail from COVID when he was up six shots his last tournament, you know. So part of me didn't really give a fuck that I was going to lose that lose money. money. Right. Even though, even though now I'm like, God damn it, I need that. I would, that would go a long way in Scotland. Looking back on it, though, the story really did write itself with Rom. And it's like, how the fuck did I not take him? Like the 70 other people in our league that did. <laughs> um, I mean, Especially just, when you've only used him like about once. Deserving, he's going to win all, ma- all the majors. Like, I don't, 
it is going to happen. And I think that now that he's got the first one kind of off the schneid, that just kind of like look out because he's got the entire game. And he looks like a fucking cartoon character out there. <laughs> it's incredible. He's huge. It look, the, the club looks like a little twig in his hands. He wears nurse's shoes right now. Callaway's, <laughs> I guess, giving him. Yes. And it looks like he's got like an eight and a half size shoe on a 6'3 body because he's so fucking large. And he's got the he's got the touch around the greens. He can obviously I mean, how many tournaments have we seen him now like make big putts at the end, like hard ass putts and do a crazy fist pump. Well, we've seen him do it there at Torrey Pines, obviously. Right. BMW last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the up and down on eighteen too. Uh, yeah, ridiculous. It looked like he was just kind of playing it to make sure he gets out, kind of leaves which, himself. He in left a, it on the fringe, and if he would have gone at that flag, I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. going to be flirting with it. So to have the kind of discipline and the maturity, which you don't always like talk about Rom and maturity, which I think they should now. I mean, he's got fire, but he's not a he's a smart player out there. And even hearing him his post uh, post round interview. The guy absolutely oh, he's knows what he's package. doing. He, he either has one of the best PR person that's taught him what to say, or he is one of the more genuine, uh, well-spoken, thoughtful goat. Yeah. Red Shoe Gratitude Diary to John Rahm. Yeah. Hey, Seriously. Euros. <laughs> yeah. Ole, Fuck Team ole, USA. Ole, ole. <laughs> Me and Words are going to Ryder ole, Cup, and we're going ole. in all fucking blue and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> go go Europe! <laughs> Best time of my life. Can't wait. <laughs> uh, so, uh, besides that, though, it was kind of crazy because you know Harris English posted his number early, and it kind of started being like, "Holy fuck!" Like, is Harris English going to have a chance? He finishes outright third, um, yeah. which actually crazy part about that: eight hundred twenty-nine thousand dollars for third place. So, and that, he gets invited back for maybe a couple years because of that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll call it five. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? We, who knows what the exemptions are like? But uh, words, just as you mentioned, absolutely star-studded leaderboard. After that, um, our boy Guido Mig Migzilioli, <laughs> Mig no. Hold on, I don't even know how to say that. No, it's Guido Migliozzi. There you go. Um, but he was in a three-way tie for fourth with the goat of majors, Brooks Kepka. I mean, what a fucking round he was playing until he stumbled down the stretch. Um, I really thought Brooks was going to post like five under and, and really give those guys something to think about. Yeah. Um, Par 316. I mean, whenever he was missed, his it was pulled. And uh, he pulled that one of the trap, and he gave it a good run and an up and down, but just wasn't enough to get it done. And after that, you could kind of tell on 18, he was just kind of spent. Well, every single person, it seemed like, once they kind of got in the mix, like just like you said with Paul, it was like as soon as some you thought somebody was going to make a serious run, like, you know, Morikawa was, was hanging in there within one shot of the lead for a while, and then he doubles 13, bogeys 15. Um, and, you know, the same could be said for really any of these guys. Rory was within a shot. He fucking really choked it off bad. Um, Daniel Berger's... He, his front nine, he was three under, and, you know, he started the day, I think, two over. But, I mean, anything under under par at that point, you're, you're kind of in the mix. Uh, but he had another top ten in a major. Xander had another top ten in a major. He was even. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, it does look like his game is going to be built for the U.S. Opens for a long time. Rory McIlroy, I mean, he had it going – he had it going. He was he was bogey free through his first nine hole or ten holes actually. Then he goes bogey double, uh, bogey double, and then he ends up bogeying sixteen as well. I mean, you look at like kind of the facial expressions between Rory and Rom when like things get going bad, and Rory is the kind of guy that kind of like almost kind of grins and laughs it off to himself, and kind of will like 
you know, say something to Harry, he'd kind of shake his head, and Rom is like fucking pissed. Harry Diamond. Yeah, Harry Diamond, of course. And Rom, you know, I think we I mentioned it last year on the show, his bounce back number after bogeys is incredible. And I don't know, there's just something about that that Rory has not shown in a long time. He's a great front runner, but just anything kind of coming from behind is is tough. Well, you know, and that and we we mean you mentioned Bryson briefly, but there was no bigger fall from contention on Sunday at the U.S. Open than when Bryson was the outright leader, and I was texting you, me, Fields, Payne were texting, and I I think I texted you know when he's like on his I don't know ninth hole or something, and I I said if Bryson wins this tournament, I will kill myself. <laughs> uh, and I I say this all the time. Most of the time, I'm joking. You may laugh. But I honestly think I could have given Bryson a run on the back nine. 44, I mean, I know it's the hardest conditions in golf. If I play well, I could have beat Bryson on the back nine there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think there's something to, like, being in contention on a Sunday at a major and then having, like, one shot and you're out of it that is maybe a, possibly a little more deflating Whether the, if you're just going for, like, a 43. But, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, no, he you may. No, you could beat Bryson. <laughs> you're, you're like Tiger. You're like Rom. Who else were you like? Uh, I think I compared myself to, I don't know, maybe Cabrera Bayo. Guido? <laughs> no. Cabrera uh, Bayo's playing great. He is. Um, but, dude, Bryson, seven and an eight on the back nine. I mean, that's Bitchy that's, boy that's stuff. Nuts. That's nuts. So um, It's so funny because after his round Saturday, he had a really good round. And, you know, they asked, like, oh, you know, I just wanted to kind of show a, a different way of, of winning a U.S. opening, just showing that this way works. And after Sunday, he's like, yeah, this way, you know, it can also get me in some really big trouble sometimes. So, I don't know, back to the drawing board for Bryson. He'll probably win this week, though. We'll see. I mean, I do think that Bryson's the kind of guy that can kind of put that past him and just kind of move on and, and go on with his business. So, I that might be correct, but foreshadowing, I didn't pick him. All right, who else? <laughs> Matty Wolf. Oh, my God. Comes back from... Kind of a mental hiatus. Um, I know they talked a lot about that. Yeah. Um, which is good. I think it's Mental Health Awareness Week. I saw an Eddie Rodosevich's story this week. So, uh, yeah, I I just, I was absolutely dumbfounded. You know, the first round he was playing, I think that at one point he had like two pars on his card and, you know, he was going, bir like he had eight birdies and shot uh, one under on his, on his first round, which tells you how exciting that fucking thing was. Um, but even when he kind of faded, it's like he played his way back into it. He shoots 68 on Friday. And then even on the weekend, you know, 73-74, considering how tough it was playing, was not bad. He ended up finishing tied for 15th. For a guy that seemingly had lost his game for a little bit, I know that more has been said about his mental st uh, you know, state and having trouble being on the road and kind of coming to grips with being rich in 22, you know. Living, in, living in Edmond. Yeah. Must be tough, um, but I was I was so impressed with the way he seemingly just can show up and contend in potentially the hardest major championship there is. Yeah, he has the firepower to birdie any hole out there, which not a lot of guys did, quite frankly. And uh, but he also has, you know, he can double a lot of them too, which he did. Yes, he did. Um. So yeah, Russell Henley. Ugh. He had a bad fall. Him and Mackenzie Hughes both tied for the lead going into the last round. Yeah, Mackenzie Hughes plus six on the day. Russell Henley plus five. 
Um, Brendan Grace was that other guy at under four, four under with Rom, uh, another South African. He obviously, I think he has the lowest round in a major ever. He does. So he played well. Patrick Cantley, Streelman, Wolf, Mackenzie Hughes, Reed was minus four also on that uh, Sunday. Sergio Garcia gets another top twenty in a major. Hey, get my boy, give my boy Patrick Reed a shout out with his sixty-seven on Patrick Sunday. Reed, Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed, oh Patrick Reed. Yeah, he played good. Um, so yeah, JT. I mean, he was even in contention for a second. You know, he he didn't have his A stuff, and he was still hanging around, which he usually doesn't do in, in U.S. Opens. Uh, I think this is his highest finish in an open in a U.S. Open at uh, T19 with DJ Hideki hung around. He had a great Sunday. He was three under. Uh, Keimer. Finishes plus three with DeChambeau, Patrick Rogers, your boy Joaquin, four over, Eduardo Molinari makes the cut also. Both Molinari brothers. Yeah, it was good stuff. Good tournament overall. Uh, let's go to the BLC fucking leaderboard. Worst part of the show. All right, words. Um, you know, I know it's early, but might have just shut the goddamn door on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's because I finish with John Rahm, Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed, $2.8 million. You, words, ugh. your pick with Jason Kokrak, no money. Your pick with Will Zalatoris, no money. But Brooks bailed you out a little bit there. You finished tied for 120, uh, 102nd, I'm sorry, uh, 498000 But the stars were really shining in the BLC leaderboard. We had a couple guys who had Rom and Louie, um, which obviously netted the most money. There was two guys that did it. Our dog, Ryan Store and Zach McQueen, they both finished with the same dollar figure. Uh, our dog had Patrick Reed as his third, and McQueen had Justin Thomas, but they finished with $3.725 million to move their way up the leaderboard. Um, there was a huge tie. Congratulations, boys! That's good picking, and they get a little bit of little bit of cold hard cash. Yeah, they split a little bit of dough for that. I like that. Um, and so there was a five way tie for third. You had Ross Gilbert. Um, all these this this five way tie it was Morikawa, Kepka, and Rom. Uh, so Ross Gilbert right there with his boomerang partner, our guy El Chapo. Um, oh, nasty Bob O'Neill, who is getting married this Saturday. I'll be there in attendance. Um, Barry Threewood, a.k.a. our guy who produced our badass intro music, Bailey, Bailey uh, Jordan right Bailey there. J. He's there as well. And, baby. and then our guy Reed. Don't, don't sleep on Reed, the CEO of Resonant Cultivation and Mosaic Dispensary. Reed Colley, a.k.a. Mitch's cousin. He was there tied for third as well. And then we also had a pretty big tie for eighth. This is a long list of motherfuckers. So, um, yeah, all those guys had Kepka, Rom, Shoffley, so I'm not even going to shout out because nice. there's literally Reed bumped into my brother at the Denver Denver airport this weekend randomly, which is also cool. How did they just went up to Reed? Just went up to Johnson. Was like, hey, I'm Reed, and Johnson was like, who? No, he knew who he was. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah. So that that kind of rounds out the the high finishers if i didn't say your name uh sorry uh 20 way tie for eighth isn't that good just kidding it is but out of fucking words would die for it done some crack for that (laughs) 
<laughs> well, maybe you and Jason can next time around. Oh, so words as far as the overall standings are concerned. Yes, quickly, quickly. Jordan Blackburn did not pick John Rahm, and so he's going to fall out of first place, which he held for a long time. But that means the goat Nathan Wilson, aka Hold, is back in to- on top there. He's got the overall lead now again. Two shot par. Edward Haruz slides into second. Blackburn falls from one to three. Uh, hanging tight at four is Keegan's bestie. We got a couple people moving up inside the top five. My sister, only English with an ace at number five. Harper Ward, Vegas Dave at six. Up five spots into the top ten at number seven is Ross Gilbert. Down a spot, our guest picker last week, Eric Godsey, give Chubbs a hand. And his boy that he cucked, Travis Risser, is right behind him at number nine. And my boy from Dallas, Sean Cates, is up six spots back into the top ten. Lebowski's achiever at number ten. Words, I moved up 11 spots. I'm now at number 30. I'm just looking to crack. I, if I can just get some crack. Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, I looked at it very hard. I'm only $2 million outside the top 10, so let's go. Okay. Um, and words, because you didn't pick Rom, you did fall. Sorry. I, I hate even saying this to you. But no, let's, hey, you, you, tell you, it like it is. You fell 22 spots down to number 77. 77 to 30. And, and get this, Mitch's cousin, Reed Colley, he jumped 77 spots. He's one in front of you now, so that's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, for him, it was a lot of big moving, and if you weren't in that seventy-way tie with Rom, then you fell. And if you were, you re- you got up. And there if you some didn't, spots. you need to listen to this speech because this is the time of year where you gotta have you gotta have a little Jimmy V in you. You gotta get a little creative with your lineups. You gotta look Je in the eye and say "fuck you." <laughs> you just, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, God damn it. Let's go. I'll run through this brick wall. <laughs> I ain't leaving. Which was more embarrassing for you, not picking DJ in the Tour Championship last year or not picking Rom in the U.S. Open? DJ. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll leave it at that. I had to save him for the Masters, which worked also, but you fucking had another DJ pick too. So you uh, yeah, you, you played it well there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Shove your sorries <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> All right, words. So uh, This is no time for the faint of heart. Let's go to the Travelers. Now, the Pete Dye course, it's going to play a lot shorter by like maybe 1,000 yards or something than last week. Uh, cool tournament. Cromwell, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. <laughs> I wonder if there's any boys from Southie heading oh, over there. Oh, no, father at Goldman Sachs would be none too pleased if he saw the shenanigans out here. <laughs> I wonder how far it is from Greenwich, Connecticut. You know, that's where Vince is from. Vince McMahon. Whaley? <laughs> My guy, McMahon. Come on. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be out here. Watching. Yeah. Okay, word. So. Fuck you. And um, I'm just going to come right off the hop here. Okay. I picked one player. I picked two players you can't pick. And I picked one that I know you're going to be picked that I am like not going to miss out on. So I'll just say that. I'm on Paul Casey. I'm on Paul. No shit. Yeah. And now I'm picking two that you can't pick because I know you don't have the fucking balls. I'm on P. Reed. Let's keep it running. Why can't I pick him? Because you already had it three times. And I'm on your boy Cam Smith. And well, I know you ain't doing that shit. I'm not. Words, you got it right. Uh, well, if you want to f- do the featured groups or no. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I just wanted to come Our boy, out here. Okay, so Phil is in the featured group with Paul Casey, which we're both on Paul. Paul Arizona State. Absolutely unbelievable track record here. He's Kills twice it. twice runner-up, uh, lost in a playoff in 2015 to the fucking just cuck Bubba. Um, who is also in this group, by the way. I almost took Bubba, by and, the way. Well, um, but I took him at this tournament last year, and 
I think he missed the cut, so fuck you. Well, Paul, uh, he's six for six at this tournament making cuts. Uh, four of those, uh, wait, four of the top five um, with four top five finishes. I mean, that's ridiculous. And then his scoring average at the Travelers is 67.17. That'll do, Donkey. So uh, he's obviously got good form if he can just shake off the whole the, uh, like, U.S. Open deal. I had I had it right there. I was right there, and I've... I've why would I win the U.S. Open when I could go win the Travelers the next week? That's right. I hope he shakes it off quickly. Um, and so... Johnny, uh, Johnny Longsock. So, yeah, Bubba rounds out this group. And, sure, Bubba could win here. He's the all-time winningest player here as far as Three cash wins. is concerned. Uh, you know who's second? A guy that will be a hot pick this week that I thought about picking. DJ. Our boy Streelman. Kevin oh. Streelman is the second leading money winner at this tournament. I did not know that. I would have picked DJ big time. But I do have Streelman in some DraftKings. So, Streelman, I believe when he won this tournament, he finished with seven birdies and like he posted a, a, a low ass number and just kind of sat on it and ended up winning um <laughs> hey but, every time you sit on it you win yeah bitch um this next featured group words i mean it's the who fucked who except for tony you got brooks playing with the man with the golden nose dustin johnson and they're playing with tony Finau. we got three big hitters and uh it'd be awesome if brooks and dj got in like a fight and tony's like hey come on guys come on guys i can beat you both up yeah, it's like, I fucked Paulina first. No, I did. No. No, DJ fucked her first, for sure. God, Paulina's so much hotter than Jenna, it's not even funny. It, it is. I mean, DJ's <laughs> always going to have that on you. Exactly. Sorry, exactly. I completely agree. And I don't think that Brooks does blow, so he's also got that on him, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't pick any of these guys. Obviously, just because, you know, Brooks, you... you you proved that to me. I'm not going to pick Brooks unless it's a major. Um, DJ, on the other hand, he could win I this wanted, thing. I wanted to, but um, when I took him the week before the Masters, that that fucked me. Yeah. Well, it's uh, let's see. There's there's only a little bit of time left. We still got a major left, so um, it just wasn't right to pick one of these guys here at the Travelers. That's right. So uh, the next featured group words. You still have you got Paul Casey. That's it, right? Still? Yep. Okay. Yep. In the next featured group words, we've got Garrick Higo, the fresh winner just two weeks ago there. Um, and he's from South Africa. I Dude. don't know why I'm talking like that. Because that's how they talk <laughs> oh, in South Africa. That's right. Dude, Higo, we didn't, we didn't even talk about Wilco. Oh, yeah. Need more. Free and easy, 377, longest drive at the U.S. Open this year. What's he hit up? 180. That, that list where that JT put up where it was like, Bryson, looks like you need to get in the gym. Was it 380? I thought it was 380. It was 380, yes. Yeah. yes. And it is like just long and athletic. As it's really fuck. not pushing it whatsoever. No. It is a free and easy. It is so nice. Yeah. And he's a big dude. He's yes. big. He looks huge. Because I guess the Saturday they, they had to use a marker. So Jason Gore, um, That's who, right. who is the player advisory. Well, yeah, Jason Gore is all of like five. He's in the 5'8 club like with your boy Colt. So he said, Jason Gore, he came on. I was listening to some of the radio coverage, and he came on and said that literally Higo was hitting it like 120 yards past him. Wilco. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Wilco. Wilco, so, Myanmar, and Garrick Higo. Yeah, so um, he was just thoroughly impressed with him. And uh, so anyways, um, Garrick Higo is playing in the next featured group with Patrick Cantlay, who was tempting pick there, uh, and Mark Leishman, your uh, Aussie buddy's best friend. I think he's won here too. If not, he's he's had some top fives here. Well, um, off you're off him. You're off your boy Leash. I'm Lomo off, man. I'm off my boy Leash. Um, and then the final, the last final group words. You've got a guy that you already said you picked. You're on Patrick Reed. Um, obviously, he is running running hot off of a 67 in the final round there at Tory. So why not come here and contend? Uh, they're playing with 
Bryson, a guy who's basically the opposite, fresh off of a 44 to finish off his U.S. Open, but as we said, he could brush that off and go win this week. Yep. And the third guy, fucking Reagan's dad, Stu Sink. <laughs> uh, Stu Sink has a really, really good record here, uh, oddly enough. And I got him in a couple DraftKings, and it would have been like a flyer, but I did some research on who you could do, and so I, I took Cam over Sink. <laughs> So I think wisely. Hopefully. So did you see? Did you see in the text that we were with Chapo? Yeah, he said that. And I quote: "I would rather cut my dick off than spend any time with the Sink family." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you and me both, bud." He said that accompanied with a uh, you know a cheesy ba- like spring break beach pick of the family. I sent that. Good. I sent oh, that. Yeah, okay. after he said that, I sent that back to him, and it was Reagan <laughs> just like, "Hey, you know, I think I call us shots here, Dad." <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's the last featured group words. I'm I'm not on anybody else besides Paul Casey in these featured groups, and I know you're trying to cuck me. Um, I don't have any cuck, cucking for you, but I got two pretty goddamn good picks in my opinion. Let's hear them. I'm going with the guy who you just said's game is made for the U.S. Open. I'm going with the young man Scotty Scheffler from Dallas. Um, he led the field in strokes gained putting there at the Poena there on at Torrey Pines. The kid just needs to get a breakthrough win. Why not this week? Yeah, but I feel like, you know, after his first top 10 in the U.S. Open, he's just going to kind of set it on cruise control until he goes across the pond for the uh, for the British Open. So, um, yeah, he'll probably miss the cut. This is a really good f- uh, field, by the way, uh, surprisingly, being the week after a major. Yes. Um, so my other pick, I mean, you should know this already. I'm going with my guy, Dope Ripman, Doc Redman. The last time I picked him, tied for second. Why not go and get it with this badass field? Perfect. Um, this is perfect. His last four events, he's made four cuts, two top tens, including the tie for second. Um, last year, he shot 63 on Sunday here at the final round, finished tied for 11th in an even st- more star-studded field because it was fairly fresh after COVID. So uh, it was an incredible field. So that uh, that's a good that's a good. Stat, I'm going Johnny? back to the wow. well. I'm going with Dope Ripman, my guy Doc Redman. Let's go. Mm, that's a good pick. Uh, hopefully Cam outlasts him. Well, I can definitely see it now. I make a million dollars on you this week. <laughs> this fucking week, right out of the shoot. You son of a bitch. The kid stays in the picture. The kid stays in the picture. Yep. Hey, if you were one of like you know the twenty other people in the league like me who didn't take John, you got to die hard now. Don't go anywhere. You look that son of a bitch Jay in the eye. <laughs> Come find me. Look me in the eye. And then you swing. <laughs> and then you spit okay. and swing. <laughs> Try to hit him and break his nose. Like Devin Booker last night. Did you see that? <laughs> yes. That's fucking nose. Jesus. Yeah. Did he? Whose elbow did he catch with It that? was Patrick Beverly's forehead. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Weird. Patrick Beverly. Yeah. What a punk. Did yes. you see him after like ate and dunked it, just out there shoving, just trying to start shit because yes. he lost and he's yes. a loser? Yes. Sons in four. Oh, <laughs> sons and four guy dude that guy <laughs> can you imagine the guy whose ass he beat he's got to feel like i'm in, i'm living in the fucking matrix I, what I, is going on this guy is world famous right now for kicking my ass i'm pretty sure that that guy like gave an interview like a couple days ago it was like i want to get my name out there because i didn't get my ass kicked and was like uh <laughs> you obviously haven't watched the video dude. a million times like me yeah I mean, luckily he's got that Caesar haircut that, you know, he can honestly just buzz that off and he's a whole new man. It's like me. <laughs> it's like me going into Golf Galaxy next. <laughs> right. No, that wasn't me. No. I didn't try to trade this in already. <laughs> Take your earrings out. Lose the gold chains. The fake gold chains. Yeah, I don't wear jerseys anymore. Yeah. No, and that's what's funny is I guess, you know. I, he had a grip on his chain and so he did, I didn't want him to break my chain. I heard, <laughs> I heard that uh, 
so the guy, the Sons and Four guy, did a couple interviews like on Barstool and stuff. Yeah. And World he ba- famous. He basically yes. said that that guy was like flashing his fake jewelry and like a wad of cash at him, and like he was like, <laughs> "What? Like I don't care." And basically, I guess he poured. And they ended up pouring a beer on his head, and that's when he fucking went ape shit and beat the fuck out of basically two of them. And he was holding <laughs> the guy with the Caesar haircut while the other guy, and he, like, he's like throwing a, like a punch or two at that guy while he's holding the guy who's yeah, holding f- his nose, which he had just broke. The friend didn't do too much helping, uh, especially <laughs> no. when he had that other dude by the the gold chain. It says, but, yeah, the guy, his sucker punch. Like he's trying to walk away. Like uh-huh. I'm so sneaky. I'm uh-huh. so sneaky. I'm just putting my cell phone in my pocket. Ooh! Well, it, it says a lot whenever you're an opposing team fan in an opposing team arena, and like the fans like, of yeah! that team cheer for you for beating one of their, uh, you know, co, I guess fans. Hey, we asses. we fucking got in a fight there. <laughs> we did get in a fight there, <laughs> not with each other. No. With their dumbass fans. <laughs> yes. Denver fans suck dick. They do. They're actually pretty fucking ruthless, and it's kind of a joke. You'd think it they'd is. be mellow because they're in Denver, but they're, yeah. Oh, they suck. The, I, I've been to several games, and even after the time we got in the fight where our friend, we'll just call him C, beat the shit out of two guys. <laughs> One of them kind of got hit by a car. Hit by a car. <laughs> Incredible. And so I went again at like a few years later, just like three years ago, and people were like talking shit and like in my ear and shit behind me. So fuck I mean, Denver's a great city, but their fans suck. Amen. All right, Johnny. Well, um, so those are your picks. I'm on Reed, Paul, and Cam. I'm on Paul, Scotty Scheffler, and my guy, Dope Ripman. Dope Ripman. Well done. All right. Well, you got anything else for our lovely listeners out there? No. 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 Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. Get the hell out of my house, words. No, no. Just joking. I'm... I'm going to come back when I'm a million dollars closer to you. Oh, yes. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the golf this weekend, and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) 